Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 9, Episode 3, Deniers and Blamers. In this episode, we dive a step deeper, discuss the two weak ownership plays, deny and blame. Okay, ownership play, deny. The deny ownership play is about you and or your partner denying that an issue exists. For instance, if your partner tells you that something's wrong, you essentially deny that what she has to say is in any way relevant or important. If you feel unhappy about something she's done or not done, you ignore it, denying that the issue even exists. If issues keep coming up, you deny there's an overall problem, always chalking it up to being a one-off. In any case, the denier holds on to the fantasy that all is fine when it's likely not. For instance, if she brings up an issue that is bothering her, then there is an issue by the simple fact that something is troubling her. True, she may just be imagining things and creating an issue out of poor assumptions, or perhaps she has completely unrealistic expectations. Regardless, if something is bothering her, then denying this something exists isn't going to necessarily resolve the issue. Plus, she will likely be left feeling that you don't care when something is troubling her. On the flip side, if an issue is troubling you, then there is an issue simply because you're feeling troubled. True, you may be overly sensitive or perhaps your expectations are out of control and you need to take a deep breath and accept reality. But regardless, denying the issue exists isn't necessarily going to make it go away. Put simply, denial is a weak relationship play because there could actually be something wrong and you two will deny yourselves right out of the chance to figure things out. Here are eight reasons a person might want to deny an issue exists. 1. Defensiveness The person might have a defensive attitude which leads them to automatically deny any problems or criticisms before fully understanding the issue. This defensiveness can stem from past experiences, a fear of being blamed, or low self-esteem. 2. Fear of conflict Some individuals have a strong aversion to conflict and may deny issues to avoid potential arguments. They might believe that acknowledging a problem will lead to a confrontation which they'd prefer to avoid. 3. Lack of awareness. In some cases, the person generally may not recognize that there is an issue. This lack of awareness could be to differences in perception, communication styles, or understanding of each other's needs and expectations. 4. Control issues. Denying an issue can also be a way of exerting control in the relationship. By refusing to acknowledge a problem, the person avoids having to change their behavior or make compromises. 5. Past traumatic or psychological issues. Sometimes, reactions in a relationship can be influenced by past traumas or underlying psychological issues. This might include fear of abandonment, past relationship trauma, or other personal issues that affect their ability to engage in healthy communication. 6. Communication skills. The person might lack effective communication skills. They may not know how to engage in a productive discussion about issues and resort to denial as a way to cope with this discomfort. 7. Projection. Denying issues can also be a form of projection where the person attributes their own feelings or behaviors onto their partner. This can be a defensive mechanism to avoid self-reflection and responsibility. 8. Habitual behavior. In some cases, it could be a habitual response learned over time either from previous relationships 
or from their upbringing. In any case, the skills a denier uses are all about avoiding the topic altogether. The denier does this basically by saying in one way or another that you're wrong or by just changing the subject. Maybe the denier says things like, get over it, it's all in your head, or you're just being unreasonable, or you don't know what you're talking about, or the denier changes the subject and doesn't address your concerns directly. Given the denier doesn't acknowledge that something is wrong, the denier never needs to apologize. Being with a denier can be very frustrating because you never get a chance to talk about and resolve what's troubling you. Let's not forget that the denier can also hurt the other person by neither acknowledging nor showing concern for his or her experience. Okay, next we have the ownership play, blame. The blamer admits an issue exists but is not open to exploring how he or she might be contributing to the issue. Rather, the blamer places all the blame on the other person. True, the other person might be completely at fault for the problem. However, without being curious and open to listening to what the partner has to say, the blamer, at a minimum, loses the opportunity to at least be compassionate and listen to the other person's point of view. Further, it could very well be that the blamer is partly or completely to blame for the issue. The blamer will never truly know because he or she isn't open to finding out. Here are eight reasons why someone might immediately blame the other person before discussing the issue first. One, defensiveness. This is often a knee-jerk reaction to avoid feeling accused or at fault. A person who is defensive might quickly shift the blame to their partner as a protective mechanism, avoiding introspection or admitting fault. Two, lack of communication skills. Some individuals may not have developed effective communication skills. They might struggle with effective listening and instead of trying to understand the issue, well, they jump to conclusions and assign blame. Three, control and power dynamics. In some relationships, one partner might use blame as a tool to maintain control or power. By constantly blaming the other, they attempt to assert dominance and avoid vulnerability. Four, projection. Blaming the partner can be a form of projection where an individual attributes their own feelings, thoughts, or behaviors to the partner. This can be a subconscious defense mechanism to cope with personal insecurities or unresolved issues. Five, past experiences or trauma. Past experiences, especially negative ones, can shape how a person reacts in a relationship. If someone has been blamed unjustly in the past, they might be quick to deflect blame to protect themselves. 6. Fear of vulnerability. Admitting fault requires vulnerability. Some individuals might find it challenging to be vulnerable in a relationship, fearing it could lead to hurt or rejection. As a result, they might blame their partner instead of opening up about their feelings or faults. 7. Conflict avoidance. For some, blaming the partner is a way to shut down the conversation and avoid a deeper discussion about underlying issues which they may find uncomfortable or threatening. Eight, learn behavior. If a person has observed similar behavior in their family or past relationships, they might unconsciously mimic this pattern, thinking it's the normal way of handling conflicts. Put simply, a blamer often doesn't want to be thought or found out to be a bad person. The blamer might say things like, if you hadn't done X, then I wouldn't have done Y, or you never told me that was going to be a problem. Or the blamer redirects the issue by saying something like, well, what about when you did blah, blah, blah? 
As a result, the blamer will turn around an argument and find a way to point blame at the other person, looking for and finding or making up fault in the other person. Given the blamer doesn't acknowledge that he or she has done anything wrong, there is never a need for the blamer to apologize. The blame is considered a weak ownership play because the blamer is not open to exploring how he or she is contributing to the issue. No one likes to feel like he or she is always at fault, especially if the acquisitions are untrue. So the blamer's partner eventually can become frustrated. In addition, the issues the blamers contribute to never get resolved as the blamer rarely apologizes for any wrongdoing. So now that we've discussed the two weak ownership plays, deny and blame, we turn our attention to the two strong ownership plays, Rookie and Veteran, the topic of our next episode.